Hey! Welcome to Bruise Culture. I'm your host, Evan Schwab. I own the gaming site Big Cultures, and I'm an aspiring Cicero. I'm here to help you pair quality craft beers with great games in order to maximize your leisure time. We'll talk about some of the best breweries and their histories alongside the ins and outs of games and the gaming industry. So stop in, take a load off, and enjoy excellent brews with us as we explore two of the most profitable business industries. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Brews Cultures. Today, we've got probably one of my favorite pairings in um, recent episodes. Got a great RPG along with a fantastic citrus hazy IPA. But before we get into that, let's round up our current headline. Probably the uh, biggest story that came out in this past week is... A game called Stray. Now, I'll be totally honest with you. I haven't had a chance to play this one yet. I've been working on a number of different projects, including a fantastic review for a fantastic game called Bright Memory Infinite, which we'll probably be talking about in the next week or two. But Stray is a PlayStation and PC exclusive, basically where you play as a stray cat believe it's in the future i believe there's like a dystopian robot world that you're navigating through but it's actually it's it's supposed to be fantastic it's had critical praise fans are loving it critics are loving it but yeah it's just you you control a cat through this you know dystopian futuristic world and it's uh it's it definitely looks interesting if you have a ps5 I don't know if it's on PS4, but if you have the up- upgraded rather PlayStation Plus platform, then it-, it is one of the free games that you can download and play with that. But it really, it really sounds like an interesting game. I'll, I'll be playing it here soon, but it's definitely one that that it seems like everyone should check out, even if it's not your type of, even if it's not your type of type of game. I mean, it's it's certainly not my jam, but. When a game gets pressed like this, it is always something that, that that's really interesting to me anyway. So that came out. Otherwise, you know, not a lot of not a crazy news week for video games this week. I know Comic-Con was going on this past weekend. Marvel has laid out its next, what, phases four, five and six. So there, there's there's plenty to look forward to there if you're a Marvel fan. But really, pretty quiet on the video game front. No crazy announcements and, and all of that sort. So we'll bust straight into our pairing today. Today, we are pairing the delicious Rogue Bat Squatch Hazy IPA alongside Shin Megami Tensei 5 for the Nintendo Switch. Now, Bat Squatch is a very tropical and citrusy IPA. The thing I like about Rogue, and I've said this before, but the thing I like about Rogue is that their cans are very informative. So they they really detail what you're going to be experiencing when you are enjoying one of their beers. So this one, they have a star on the back of the can that that you know shows the. Uh, the different aspects of the beer. So in this case, tropical and citrus with a little bit of bitterness and, and pine flavor. But you can certainly taste the, the tropical and citrus tones of the beer. 
It is a very hazy IPA, not overpowering. It has about, uh, let's see, it's a 6.7% alcohol content with an IBU uh, uh, international bitterness unit of 54. So not really not a bad drink at all. Definitely something that's pretty refreshing. A nice cold one of these and the very warm weather we had this weekend. But very, very refreshing in the warm weather we've had this weekend. Highly recommend it. You know, if you're a fan of hazy IPAs, of of tropical and citrusy beers, I mean, this is this is a pretty good one. As far as mouthfeel goes, I'd say it's probably medium body. Actually, almost almost creamy. You know, a lot of times I, I feel a lot of sharpness in beers, you know. I think my palate's just a little sensitive as far as that goes, but this one definitely is sits on the tongue really nicely and flows really nicely. You know, and I'm I'm not the biggest not the biggest fan of rogue beers in general. I mean, sometimes they have good ones, sometimes it's a miss. But this bat squatch is really good, actually. And <laughs> It's also not the freshest of cans, and so for it to be this good and and be uh, as old as it is, it's definitely one that is is pretty delicious. Also, another thing on the cans after the flavor description at the very bottom, it shows what it pairs with as far as food options, and the bat squatch pairs well with white cheddar, grilled salmon, and strawberry shortcake, which honestly. <laughs> I mean that that combination of things is such a weird, you know, flavor rainbow, I suppose. But I guess thinking of them all individually, I, I guess I can see it. But yeah, so Rogue Bat Squatch, Hazy IPA, six point seven percent alcohol content, some pretty wild art with a pretty uh rabid looking enormous bat. Hence the name Bat Squatch. It, it, this almost looks like the art of a Super B horror movie poster. So appreciate the campiness all around. But the beer itself is really good. It, it sits with an 89% on Beer Advocate. Definitely, definitely a recommended IPA. I mean, everything on the show is a beer that I enjoy and I recommend. So if the beers are, are recommended to me, I will vet them out first before, before launching right into them. But yeah, but this is this is a great one. This is a very good hazy IPA. I know some listeners and, and a few friends of mine really enjoy a good hazy IPA. And Bat Squatch is certainly right up there with uh, some of the good some of the best. I was gonna say some of the good ones, but honestly, this is this this is a very good beer. And so we're pairing it with a very good game. Probably one of my top three favorites on the Nintendo Switch personally. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei is an Atlas published monster catching turn-based rpg kind of <laughs> it's hard to explain but shin megami tensei has been a, a series that's been around seemingly forever and the games themselves are always incredibly valuable the persona series that many of you are probably familiar with are offshoots of the shin megami tensei main mainline games so you know, obviously, Persona 3, 4, and 5, 4 and 5 being two of the uh, most popular entries, 5 seeing significant critical acclaim. So it's a series that's it's been around forever and is, and is also extremely well-loved. 
I was actually very surprised when Shin Megami Tensei V was actually a Nintendo exclusive. And I know Shin Megami Tensei IV and Four Nocturne were 3DS exclusives. But before that, they, uh, the Shin Megami Tensei games were, I believe, exclusively on PlayStation. I could be I could be incorrect there, but I, I do seem to remember a number of PS2 only Shin Megami Tensei games. But in any case, in Shin Megami Tensei Five, you are a student, but through some course of events, you're transported to an end of the world scenario, and you essentially have godhood at the uh, tips of your fingers but like all main shimigami tensei series there's a heavy emphasis on building out your roster with various monsters so it's it's kind of and this is a very loose kind of but it is it is similar to pokemon in the sense that you are going out and recruiting monsters to fight for you like pokemon you're going out to catch uh, the pokemon to to battle with but in Shin Megami Tensei 5 you actually have to like negotiate and sweet talk your way into relationships and by relationships I mean just mean like partnerships with with various monsters so and the art actually for for the bat squatch is very reminiscent of Shin Megami Tensei creature art yeah so so you are in Shin Megami Tensei 5 figuring out what you think is worth saving and then basically going on a path to to protect what it is you hold dear i really enjoyed this one so a lot of times and and the last like you know i'm not a huge fan of of the type of turn-based games where i'm gonna do my best to describe this without visuals but not a huge fan of of turn-based games where like the monsters are flat on the screen facing you and your characters are all off screen. It's kind of like first person characters fighting in their turns. Shimagami Tensei Five takes that formula, but also makes your characters visible, and you get to see the attacks as they unfold. Where other previous games and and other games of that exact same setup, you know, like Dragon Quest or Dragon Warrior, for example, where your characters, you know, you'll be set up like that you'll select an attack and your character will just kind of like jump forward and then there will be like a slash animation and then they'll jump backwards and it's just kind of not as exciting as i would like it to be but shin megami tensei 5 really tackles that issue sets it up as as much more of a traditional you know turn-based rpg that i'm used to and that really again is just a visual thing not so much a, a gameplay thing Obviously, those systems that I just described are their classic turn-based systems as well, and there's nothing wrong with them. They're just they're just not my cup of tea, you know. Just like I'm not a huge fan of, I don't know what's a good example of beer that I I wouldn't seek out myself. Maybe sours, probably. I you know I don't typically seek out a sour unless it sounds really good or you know some stouts. I have to be super in the mood for a stout, and I guess it kind of fits with those turn-based RPGs, you know. I have to be in the mood. And it has to be really good. <laughs> so I appreciated what they did with Shin Megami Tensei Five and the fact that they they changed that visual uh, setting a bit. And honestly, it's been a while since I've played Four, so Four might be a little bit different than I described as well. 
But yeah, I didn't play a lot of four because it just, you know, it wasn't it wasn't my cup of tea. But likewise, you know, Persona 4 Golden is one of my favorite RPGs of all time. And, you know, Persona 3 was really good. It's, it's I'm, I'm blanking on, on the game I was going to talk about and insert there real quick. So we'll come back if I can think of it. But uh, yeah, so so the gameplay is great. The the controls are fantastic when you're navigating the outer world it's like your traditional rpg you can see enemies on your on your map you can engage them before they you know before they bump into you to try and get a heads up or a head start on the battle you know maybe get a, a preemptive strike on your opponent and then obviously the negotiating piece of of the shin megami tensei games are really unique you know there aren't there aren't any other series that i can think of where you have to actively recruit monsters to your team and you kind of have to know how they're going to respond to your your line of questioning or your line of dialogue in order to effectively recruit them onto your you know your squad and to, to back reference tokyo mirage sessions was the game i was going to talk about i enjoyed that one as well but yeah so the other thing about, you know, a good a good Atlas game, if you're a collector, Atlas products are super they 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 appreciate over time and value. Very few are the Atlas games that aren't worth, you know, a decent amount of money. There are some that exist, of course, but I mean, you know, I sold actually I I I used the on whatnot when I was selling retro games, I used Persona 2 as a essentially like a like a giveaway piece to one of my mystery bag events. And Persona 2 itself is worth like $450, which is insane because I got that that particular copy that I gave away, I got for $24.99 from GameStop way back in the day, but still. You know, Atlas really appreciates in value. PSP titles, Persona 4 Golden on the Vita, if you had the collector's edition. Crazy. Crazy. So, you know, Bat Squatch and Shin Megami Tensei Five go hand in hand. The art style of the creatures are very similar. Both super enjoyable. And as I said, with, with the Shin Megami Tensei mainline games, not necessarily the Persona games, but... They're not my my personal favorite. Like if I had to pick a a Shin Megami game, um, I would I would go with Persona Four. You know, that's probably that would probably be my go to. I, I did really enjoy Tokyo Mirage Session, so I might go with that as well because I enjoy the Fire Emblem crossover there. But but much like Rogue, you know, Rogue's not my go to brewery. I wouldn't necessarily pick a Rogue out of other beers, especially if I'm looking to uh, try something new. But Bat Squatch is probably my favorite rogue brew right now. Much like Shimigami Tensei 5 is easily my favorite Shimigami uh, Tensei game of the bunch that I've played. And again, that's not including Persona, the offshoots and, and such, but for the mainline Shimigami Tensei games, 5 is probably the best one as far as gameplay goes, visuals. I mean, it's just, it's just it's all around, it's a great game, you know? And there's, there's, Dozens upon dozens of hours of gameplay in Shin Megami Tensei Five, but I thought these two pair so well together because they are, for me, they are outliers in their respective either brewery or series. They're terrific 
experiences. I love the Bat Squatch IPA. It, it's it's just such a refreshing, hazy IPA. And then Shimigami Tensei Five takes everything that maybe burned me out quickly on the older games and kind of adjusted them all to just make such a, a better experience. So highly recommend both Shimigami Tensei Five and Rogue Bat Squatch. You know, if you haven't had a chance to play Shimigami Tensei Five and you do have a Switch, check it out. It's actually, I think they're $29.99 on Amazon right now. So they're very affordable right now. And typically those prices do inflate. So, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't stick around too long unless you wait for it to, to get in the, the bargain bin and then, you know, grab it for possibly a little bit cheaper. But Switch games typically don't drop in price. The fact that it's $29.99 right now is pretty crazy. So, and if you can still grab yourself a Steelbook copy, even better. I got two when when the when the game launched <laughs> a few months ago. Actually, it was more than a few months ago, but I still have a sealed copy of the um, Steelbook edition. I think I sold. I think I sold one of the collector's editions on whatnot. I think I had it as part of a huge RPG show that I did, where the average item was over a hundred bucks. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah. So thank you everybody for tuning in this week. Definitely, if you haven't tried a Bat Squatch, I highly recommend it. And if you have a Switch and you enjoy RPGs, but you haven't played Shimigami Tensei Five. Highly recommend that as well. Um, you know, especially if you're a member of the Switch crew who really only plays Zelda, I would, I would, I would seriously, seriously recommend you um, branching out and trying a couple different RPGs if you if you are a fan of RPGs, of course. And and obviously, there's nothing wrong with enjoying Zelda. I I, I think the remake of Link's Awakening was fantastic, and I grew up with Zelda, so not not putting that down at all. But it never hurts to broaden your horizons. You never know what you might, you know, you might end up loving. And the same goes for beer. You know, <laughs> there there are plenty of beers that I really enjoy that I would never have enjoyed if I didn't branch out and try it. So, you know, on that, thank you again for listening. Have yourselves a wonderful week. Please drink responsibly. We'll see you next time. Disclaimer. This podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.